This is Rebecca Fleetwood Hessian, host of the Badass Women's Council podcast. I'm super glad that you're here. Today, I'm going to tell you some stories about what's going on in my life as it relates to navigating massive changes, tons of uncertainty. Yay! <sighs> Y'all, it's interesting. As I have been navigating some of these changes that I'll tell you about today, how grateful I am that I've spent the last five years understanding, well, what we talk about here, reflection and connection from a neuroscience perspective, from a spiritual perspective, because I've needed it all in practice. In, and, and obviously, I have been practicing these things or I wouldn't have written a book about it. But over the last couple of weeks, there's been a surge of uncertainty in my life, reminding me that this is always the work. It's We never get to check the box and say, okay, I'm good. I can just float on autopilot now, which is why I was so adamant in my book, Write Your Own Story, about the difference between living with intention versus habitual. So intentional versus habitual. Because I I think our obsession with habits is because we want there to be an autopilot. We want to be able to say, ooh, I've nailed the habits for success. And now I'm just, they just run themselves. Y'all, that's bullshit. (laughs) Because we are always navigating change and uncertainty, especially for those of us who want to grow and evolve. So as you grow and evolve and take on new opportunities, you're in new situations that you've never been in before, which we need to be intentional about our habits and our autopilot is is not going to serve that new level. In addition to the things that are happening outside of our own choices that we're responding to um, requires us to always live with intention and to be mindful and to spend time in reflection so that we can ask ourselves if we are making the right choices in in this in this moment in this day in this chapter so i've put out several posts on social media tiktok instagram reels about navigating these massive change changes in my life and i've gotten some really interesting responses actually people have emailed me messaged me um which just says that I've hit on something that is happening with many of us. And I think, you know, as we move from summer to fall, just navigating lots of of you are putting your kids back in school, just our habits and our patterns are disrupted in general. Um, but I'll just to give you a little context, because um, you know I love, I love me some context. Um, that's a that's an inside joke if you read my book. You should read my book and then you'll know the inside jokes. <laughs> Write your own story. Three keys to rise and thrive as a badass career woman. 
Okay. So some of the uncertainty that I'm dealing with right now. So my dad had major surgery on Tuesday, had a kidney removed um, as uh, part of a treatment plan that he's under. And, you know, it went exceptionally well. The surgery itself went really well, but, you know, dude's 75 or something. I don't know how old he is, um, ish. And, you know, when you go under major surgery, basically the anesthetic just shuts your body down for a period of time. And, and, and then your body has to wake back up and it's harder for that to happen at 75 than it is in your youth. So it's taken some time this week to, um, get his body ready to go back home. I believe he's going back home today as I record this. So yay, praise God. But in that, you know, is a ton of uncertainty. You know, my mom's going back and forth to the hospital and checking in on them. Um, and it's not that it required me to physically be involved in in a lot of in any way, really, other than uh, I went down and visited a couple times and checked in. And um, but it's the tax on our brains just navigating that I don't know how things are going to happen or what they need. And it's just this extra thing that my brain is thinking about. So that's one. (laughs) Number two, my son is on a cross-country road trip with a friend of his um, for three weeks for a month-long journey to do open mic nights across the country to market his songs that are on iTunes and Spotify. Cameron Hessian, look him up, follow him. That'd be great. Um, and so he's messaging me and all excited about his trip and all the things that he's doing. And, and so that's a disruption, disruption of our regular pattern, right? We're used to, he goes to work at a certain time, he comes home at a certain time. I know what's happening. Um, and now I, it's just different. It's great. There's nothing bad. I'm not worried about him. I'm thrilled for him. I'm jealous of him, quite frankly. Um, but it's just a disruption of the pattern in my life. Number three, um, my daughter is doing some um, different, doing education differently this year. And I'm involved in some of the, helping her navigate some of those choices. And she's doing some work for me and my business. So again, disruption of the pattern of what we've been accustomed to and making sure that she's supported and emotionally and practically. Um adding some things to my business. I have a four-part empowerment series that I just finished building and I'm ready to start um, putting out to you all if you were in a women's um, group in your organization and kind of ERG. Let's talk about it, but I'm just finishing that up and thinking about what's the marketing strategy for that. Again, disruption of the patterns. And I could I could go on. There, there are some other things that are in the works that that are fun and exciting, but All of these together represent that not much of my life is in that habitual pattern that it used to be in. And so our brain is constantly looking for sameness. Our brain thinks that same equals safe, which isn't at all true. If that were true, um, people wouldn't stay in uh, abusive relationships. They stay in abusive relationships because it's the same feels feels safer than figuring out how to get out of that relationship. So our brain, you know, goes back to the days of, you know, try not to get eaten by a tiger or whatever. 
that any kind of disruption of pattern feels like a threat. Well, it's not physical danger. I'm not being attacked, but my brain registers it as something's off, something's off, something's off. And so I was talking to Alex Perry, a business partner, um, this morning. Many of you listeners know Alex. She's a Thrive Guide for my Rise and Thrive experience and a good good friend and business partner. Um, I was describing this to her this morning over coffee. And she said, you know, it's like sitting on one of those, um, what are they called? Uh, the, the exercise balls that you stand on that keeps your core engaged. I was going to say about, about you. I don't, it starts with a B y'all. I can't remember the name of it, but you know, you, you get on those exercise balls and the whole idea is it's, it's little micro movements that keep your core engaged, right? So it's not like a massive movement or it's not like going for a run, but it is very effective to building core muscles because it's those little micro movements that you have to use to stay centered on that ball that works your core muscles. And so it's taxing. It's tiring. That's what happens when we have tons of disruption in our patterns to our brain. It's taxing because our brain wants to constantly know what's next. And when we don't know what's next, either for, you know, most of the things going on in my life are really good, exciting things, but it's still uncertainty. And so after several days of navigating said uncertainty, I was exhausted. And I always talk about entering any kind of change in uncertainty with optimism. I still, I, I am excited about many of these changes in my life and, and the changes that are happening for people I love. Even my dad removing the kidney. Yeah. Get that damn thing out of there. It was not helpful. <laughs> I am excited and positive about what better quality of life that's going to give him. I'm excited for my son's experiences. I'm excited for Auburn. I'm excited for the new empowerment series. It's good stuff. I think the outcomes are going to be fabulous. And after a few days of navigating the disruption in my patterns, oh, y'all, I hit a wall. Like, boom, hit a wall. And I was driving home from doing a keynote and as I was driving home, I thought, and it's like 3.30 in the afternoon. I thought, oh, I, I got to take a nap. Like, I, 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 I'm nodding off driving home. I'm exhausted. And I'm healthy. I work out. I eat well. And so I came home and I have a couch on my front porch. That was my great grandmother. So it always makes me happy because I've been napping on that couch since I was born. And I laid down on that couch and just zonked, like slept hard because my brain and my body was just like, dude, we need to chill. And then the other thing that happens when you get tired is your emotions start to go a little wonky. And so I was just feeling some kind of way and, and I, I did what I tell all of you to do what what I care deeply about, which is connection. I've also been spending a ton of time alone the last few days. 
And so I reached out to some close friends who let me be me and I can authentically be me and they won't try to fix me or change me. They're just great listeners. And I said, y'all, I'm just reaching out. I need some prayers. And I just wanted to connect. I just want to say, hey, I just want to say hi, because I need some connection right now. There's a lot going on. And after my nap and my conversation with people who love me, I immediately felt better. But I went to bed early. And we need to acknowledge the tax on our physical bodies and our emotions when we're navigating lots of uncertainty and change. And and the other thing that happened, physical response, is immediately my jeans got tighter (laughs) because cortisol is a mother trucker and it's real. It's a physical response. So as my body was experiencing all of this uncertainty as stress, it packed on a couple of LBs because it thought we was about ready to fight a bear or something. And so now I'm like, well, shit, now I got that to deal with. <laughs> but here's the thing. I'm so much, I'm so much smarter now. I'm so, I'm so glad that I'm so much smarter now. Cause what I didn't do this time was go in to freak out. I gotta run a million miles. I, I gotta, I gotta get this in check. Because when we do that, we just compound the stress and the cortisol and beat our body up when all it really needed was a snack and a nap. It needed to be loved, not punished. And so I didn't do that. I just put on stretchy pants and (laughs) a little extra lipstick and said, it's okay. It's okay. I'm okay. My body needs love and respect and kindness. So I navigated the shift in my my workouts to more stretching and um, intentional movement, walking, and not beating myself up. I make sure that I'm getting regular healthy meals and not starving myself to get rid of those, you know, couple of LBs that came on the scene. And you all, this is a shift. I wasn't always handling things this way, but I, I'm learning. I'm being more intentional. I'm paying attention to what works and what doesn't work. I'm getting to bed earlier. I'm journaling about um, all the things that are good. I'm learning about what I'm learning in these shifts, in these patterns. I'm being kind to myself and my daily stillness, absolutely on point. And I share all this today because I know that many of you are going through massive change and uncertainty And my hope is that as I share these things with you, they'll be helpful to you to be loving and kind to yourself and to reach out to your people and let them help love you through it. Not to fix you or not to sit and whine and bitch and moan about it, but just to say, hey, I need some of your love right now. So that's my long uncertainty ramble. 
And I've been thinking a lot about this as it relates to the kids being back in school, especially those little ones who have never been in that situation before. And I, I see your pictures where you post them like exhausted, having a nap at 2.30 when they got off the bus. And y'all, that's not just because they got up early that day or because their schedules are off from, from that regard. It's also because they're navigating uncertainty. Even the ones that have been in school for a while, they've got a new teacher. They've got new people they're sitting beside. They got a new locker combination. Y'all know I can get on a school rant in like 15 seconds, so I'm going to try not to. But school is not built for our human needs. And so a new school year presents all kinds of new habit disruption and pattern disruption. And and that triggers their emotions. They're going to start feeling some kind of way. And they need love and kindness and support and let them let them nap. Let them be a little, <laughs> a little cranky. And we don't need to punish them for the fact that they're just trying to navigate the new patterns and the disruption that's happening in their lives. I had a coaching call with a client this morning who is currently living and working in Japan on an assignment and their family's getting ready to um, come back to the States in about nine months. And so we spent a lot of time this morning in our coaching session. Yes, we went through the, what are the work projects and how do we scale that and make sure that she had what she needed to, to unwind this job and think about the next opportunity. But we also spent the majority of the time talking about how she can lead and help her kids and her husband navigate the uncertainty that's going to be in their lives for the next year as they think about moving and um, changing jobs and schools and all the things. So giving our kids grace and space because they don't have the experience and the years of navigating these things to know what's happening. They just know that they're tired and they feel some kind of way and that there's all kinds of expectations that are put on them and they're trying to figure out who their friends are and um, did they have the right outfit for the, for the dance. And these are real things that they are dealing with. It's, it's not, it's not little to them. Their worlds are, that is their entire world is school and activities and friends and maybe sports. But when we diminish or reduce that to say, ah, you know, they're just kids, mm, they're humans and how we model and how we show them how to navigate this change and uncertainty sets them up to be able to handle it well for the rest of their lives. And so Doing these mindfulness practices that I'm always talking about, reflection practices of daily stillness, of you know weekly rhythm of reflecting back on our week and am I okay? What do I need? That's the real work, y'all, for us and the next generation to steward this age of humanity. <sighs> All right, it's probably enough for today. I want to support you. So tell me what you need, what you're working through, so we can talk about it here and we can be your connection. We can be a, a bright spot in your week to give you the tools that you need to navigate being a high achiever and a badass woman. All right. 
I'm getting ready to start season four of Rise and Thrive. We start September 29th and I'm excited to see what kind of unique gifts and talents that this this group has and get ready for our big event on International Women's Day, March 8th. Mark your calendars and it's budget seasons. Budget season. So as you're navigating that, make sure you plug in some dollars to bring a team to the event live or to uh, watch it virtual. So on International Women's Day, it would be a great um, opportunity to invite your entire organization to celebrate International Women's Day. If you want to talk about what that could look like pricing-wise, hit me up. And I would love to support you and your team and your organization. If you're looking for a solution for your women's group, your ERG, um, any of your DEI initiatives. I do have this four-part empowerment series that I'm super excited about that includes our March 8th Stand Tall in Your Story event. That's the kickoff of the four-part series. So um, hit me up. We can talk about it. Put a little money in your budget. And uh, it's a plug and play. I want to make it as easy and impactful as I possibly can for you and your team. All right. Thanks so much, y'all. Make it a great day. I'm not coming down. I never left it on the ground. I'm not coming down.